<laughs> I don't know if that made it on there or not, but <laughs> I don't think it not? did. Hello. Right. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, y'all. Hello. <laughs> works works like I have to freaking herd these cats again today. Uh, well, hold on a stinking shepherd's crook here. Who was herding me earlier? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I originally proposed this time. <laughs> All right, guys. This All is right. the day that I don't lose the recap roll. This is the day I'm feeling it. Oh. It beauty. was a day. Beauty, beauty, beauty. Hello and well met, people of the dice. I'm Rick, and you're listening to Probability of Demise. We're a group of storytellers playing a nerdy game using dice and our imaginations to provide rules and structure to Atland. It's a world of our own making. Atland exists on a version of Earth thousands-ish of years into the future, a planet left vulnerable by science and infected with magic. In this world, far different from the one you know today, continents have shifted, cities have arisen, and new creatures and peoples of varied origin dot the wondrous landscapes. Thank you for coming with us as we explore it together. Did we say that? I just think, explore it together. Today. I am so <laughs> proud of myself for not immediately doing that. And now I am, just like, know we are all thinking it. I, mean, I, I wrote time, that sentence, so it's my own fault. <laughs> it's like, I was like, oh, I made it without going, and we are gathered together <laughs> today. Uh, well, oh, I have an evil new plot as a way to offer additional inspiration because you're just not using it enough so we forget we have it that's why it's not personal <laughs> andy was uh, saying most of our no nah, we'll worry about it later sorry what? there's something this happened last week too something on youtube that are we're losing the first 30 or 45 seconds on youtube so i don't know mm -hmm. if we need to just sit here quietly before we start <laughs> it's not like we're saying anything important in the first 45 seconds we le legit don't say anything until oh wow missed the whole intro interesting so the first two minutes that's unfortunate. Huh. Wackadoo land. Uh, well, we, I would normally ask everybody to introduce their character and share what class they play, but we've been doing that for a while now, and it's getting a little dry, right? You, you feeling that it's getting dry? You're just tired of saying that my name is Rockadoo Jess. Hi, and I my play... name is. Hi, my name is. <laughs> yeah, you're just not feeling it anymore. So you just you need this moment now to expand your joy. And we're going to just give everybody a chance to possibly earn some extra inspiration. Um, and today's victim will be whoever rolls the lowest on the D20. Mm. Oh, God. Everybody else a chance to do better. Let's, let's pretend it's a recap roll, then I'll do it. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Uh, so, Jason, who plays Asher Lake, rolled a 10. Four. And Jess, who plays Rollies! Oh, oh, and Larissa, you both rolled fours? Okay, roll it out. Wait, wait, I should roll the one that you gave me. I love how she's facing away and we're like getting the echo of the room rather than her actual voice. It's, okay. it's fine. We What'd heard you. you. What'd you get, Jess? You go first. Nine. Mm -hmm. Six. <laughs> ah, the beauty of today. So how this new little function is going to work. Oh, by the way, Larissa, I totally spaced it in the course of our last session. We actually didn't get what your theme song would be for Trixie. 
if you just want to mull that over, maybe you just have a thing to say, but I somehow never got it out of you or I just got distracted like a chipmunk. Uh, but while I'm watching the chipmunk, aka the squirrel, consider the options that they have and probably the way that they're going to get back <gasps> to all the things. Jess, you are a cleric and it means you know so many things. So the first question I give you is worth one D4 inspiration. If okay. you get it right, you get to keep that D4. If you get it wrong, you lose it. Okay. If you take another question, you say that you want to take another question, you can move up to getting a D6 of inspiration. But if you get it wrong, you lose all the dice. <laughs> and so this on and so forth. D8, game. D10. And eventually, but before I ask the question, you can say, oh, I'll stick with what I got. Yeah, okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the first question is super easy. Super, super is easy. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I love how you're like, is it really? If we were talking about monks, I would be ready. <laughs> Clerics, I'm still learning. <sighs> when developing a cleric, which of these six attributes should be their highest score? Okay. <laughs> no looking it up. You know this. I'm not looking it up. I was going to look up my, my sheet. That's looking it up. You should know oh, this. This is okay. basic cleric. I think it's... Do I answer? Yes. I think it's... Hold on. Now I got to like go through my head of... Do you need me to list them for you? I will do that. Yes. This is the, list the, them. the strength, yeah, no. dexterity, constitution, yeah. intellect, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. <laughs> Oh, I didn't upload the do-to-do sounds. I was going to have like some sort of like terrible, like. <laughs> I'm stuck music. between two of them. Here. Um, wisdom. Wisdom. And is she correct? Yes, she's correct. Oh, yeah. Wisdom is the one that you needed to do. Now, do you want to go up to the next level and have a question for a D6? Okay, let's do it. Clerics are typically seen as healers, but what are they really? What are they really? Uh, I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> um... I would say, but I don't heal really. I don't know what I do. I just hang out. <laughs> A tank? I don't know. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Sure. <laughs> do you, uh, uh, you know what? I took this one out of order. I probably shouldn't have thrown this one at you so soon. 
I'm going to recant the question just to like put you out in the spotlight a little bit longer. There's one that's more specific to your character that I probably should have put before that one. So I'm going to go back back to your question for the D6 if that's okay with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Clerics can see many things and you have eyes of the... Grave. Great. Now you're at a D6. Are you willing to go to the D8? Well, that one I felt pretty good about, so sure. When someone is at death's door, you have an ability that you can use to change the experience that they're going to have. What exactly does that experience look like? What does it, what does it change when you use your ability, Sentinel at Death's Door? I literally was looking at this last week. That's why I wrote it down as a question. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the one where essentially if they get if it's like is this the one where it's a, if it's a critical hit and they get knocked down, they get bumped to one HP? Not one HP. So I feel like you're like half right. It is if they're going to suffer a critical hit, you can turn it into... Oh, it just, it's normal. You turn it into a normal hit. Yeah. So I feel like I'm giving you that one on halfsies mode. So that's a D8. <laughs> Next is the D10. Are you ready for the D10 one? Yes. Do you want the D10 or do you want to keep the D8? No, I want to do D10. <laughs> go there, go ho. At what? <laughs> Remind Jess to never play deal or no deal. <laughs> at what level? No kidding. At what level do you get destroy undead as a cleric? Oh, um. What level are we at? We're at, I think you get it at. I think if it's 14. This was a trick question because you get it at multiple levels, which means multiple answers were correct, but you get destroy and dead for any creature with a crit rating of one half at fifth level. You get it at, um, and I might be skipping one. You get it at, 11th level for anything under a critical rating or a CR level of two. And at 14th level, you get it for anything with a CR level of three or below. FYI, you also get it at level 17. Because I picked it this last level up. <laughs> you, you, you just get it, but okay. Oh, uh, my arms hurt. Oh, I did something with it. Well, you yeah. I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Picking a spell is like landing an airplane. And then she lands the spell like an airline. Okay, so D12 now? Are you willing to go yeah. to D12 level? You just said yeah, but you shook your head no. <laughs> yeah. Why did I have to think about that? That was more like a, that was like a hair flip. <laughs> when a cleric gets their equipment, they get the option of a mace or a warhammer 
scale mail, leather armor or chain mail, a light crossbow, 20 bolts, or any simple weapon, a shield, and a holy symbol. What type of pack do they get? I know it. Um, I'm losing it at all here, guys. Um, it's like religious pack. It's but. Is there a phone or friend option in this game? Nope. Because <laughs> it's 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 like religion based. You get like your prayer book and all this stuff. I don't know. I'm going with I'm going with religion. So you're willing pack. to give up all the dice that you just have earned? Yep, religion pack. That's my final guess. <laughs> it's called a priest pack. So I priest. Feel like... I was gonna say priest, and I was like, no, that's too that's too obvious. I feel like I, I, I like this is the last stretch of gift. The next level is the D20 level. Nah, I didn't earn it. I got that wrong. Okay, so then you lose it all. I lose it all. All right. And I was Ooh. still gonna say priest pack, and I was like, no, that sounds dumb. That's not <laughs> <cool."> <laughs> also acceptable would have been explorer's pack because you always have the choice between two different packs. Mm. Thank you so much for playing. Damn you, Rick, damn you. Not more to me because I knew it and I and I psyched myself out. Well, I was definitely trying to choose things that you should know, but you might not remember. Yes. Also, it's really, tonight, so you could have said what pretty a cleric pack. actually is. <laughs> They're really a damage dealer. Like, think about how much damage you've been doing. Who's been? Who's been? Who killed the dragon? Leading the damage for this entire campaign. I, I tallied up what I could remember and what I could find, and pulled up some of the stats, and I was like, "Holy bananas!" Clerics are not healers. They are killers. I will say the only <laughs> one who uh, is doing the damage probably expected of them is, is Trixie. <laughs> Trixie's <laughs> pretty consistent, though. Like, Trixie doesn't... You know I'm saying, like, the bard and the cleric, like, if we manage to pull off a whole bunch of damage, people are just probably like, whoa, that, I didn't know a bard could do that. I didn't know a cleric could do that. Yeah. All right. And now we're on to the fun part of announcements. So, Trixie, do you got any announcements for us? Yes. Um, Stonewall Corral is performing. Consider, uh, could, mm. <laughs> I really can't with the music. I'm sorry. My ADHD brain is not is not a fan. Do you want me to do it? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, Stonewall Corral is performing considering Matthew Shepard, which is um, looking back on the 25th anniversary here of the death of Matthew Shepard, who was killed in... Um, Laramie, Wyoming. Laramie, Wyoming, as um, a victim of a hate crime. Um, so the piece is kind of very, like, visceral, emotional, um, just sort of covers his early life, like, up through his death and, like, through music. And, um, yeah, uh, a little bit of a trigger warning. Like, if um, you find yourself easily triggered by um, stuff like this, then maybe just prepare yourself before you come or maybe just sit, sit it out like don't no, there's no shame in that either um but yeah you can get tickets at stonewallcorral.org slash buy tickets slash when buy is, dash tickets Sorry. when is it happening and when march 25th at church of holy apostles in new york city and i know things 
I would also like to just share, because I, I was talking with somebody the other day who was asking me some questions about this. Um, one of the things that I love about this is, yes, the, the funds are going to support the Stonewall Corral. And that is a good thing because the Stonewall Corral works so hard to create a safe space for folks to join together, make music, but also they share so much out with the community in general and they are a place that gives hope to folks. So when um, Larissa or Jason say like that they're using, that the, the funds go into all the work that they're doing, they are a um, ally in everybody's spaces or at least they seek to be in trying to make sure that the world is a healthy, happy place. So. Um, definitely know that this is a cause worth supporting if you are at all concerned about people's health and happiness and big deal. Um, yeah. yeah, we truly are a not-for-profit. <laughs> you're, you're not one of those not-for-profit that says we're not-for-profit, but doesn't mean we can't make a profit. <laughs> like private colleges. Uh, so... We also have, I guess Jason is going to do it twice. We have merch. Yes, we have. Um, at the link I'm posting in the comments and in the show notes, we have merch up on TeePublic, which is example, this t-shirt. And um, the t-shirt that I'm wearing, uh, there's mugs, there's, I think, notebooks, there's stickers, there's all kinds of different things that you can uh, buy for yeah it's basically this one i i will expand eventually we have not done that but um right now it's just one logo on a bunch of different things so yeah. um yeah we keep thinking about making i think we call it a lot of ideas in as as the show is going on i should start writing them down <laughs> i was thinking today i was thinking about um a people of the dice shirt would be fun <sighs> little dice head people bobble <laughs> uh but um yeah so if you want to support our podcast with a, the minuscule amount of money that we get on that and then um just to more more just to rep us like feel free to go get some stuff there yeah the, the big thing there is like on the back is our our web address and that's like yeah. the big thing like if you wear this around especially like in game stores and cons and things like that's a huge help to us just to drive traffic to our podcast that's more important than any money we would get from it i may have accidentally gone to three different game stores yesterday while i was hunting for something accidentally and were you wearing a mask so you're like oh yeah those people are great it's definitely not me i <laughs> big mustache like the dude from the one shot uh, I was wearing my mask, but that was mostly so I didn't get anybody sick if I had anything or pick up anything from anybody I didn't want to pick it up from. But I had my purple hoodie with probability of demise on the back, and it was really fun because um, on the hoodie, they just print the logo on the back, but people kept asking me what it was, so I got to share. Oh, yay! It was like a conversation starter. Super fun. Um is that the end of our announcements? I believe so. I think so. Great. Jess, any shows right now? No? We're good. Anything you want to promote? Okay. I guess it is time for that beautiful moment known as Word <coughs> of the Day. Word of the Day! Word of the Day! Okay, so... always have to listen to it. Okay. 
So today's word of the day is an adjective. It is aliaceous, which is resembling garlic or onion, specifically in smell or taste. Oh, what a fun one. Aliacious. Can y'all hear this? Hold on. No. Nope. Hold on, huh? No. Did you hear nope. that? Still oh. nope. Aliacious. 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 Right. It's got to come from you anyways. We can't have any of those AI bots out there contaminating our stream. <laughs> <laughs> With their garlic smell. Well. <laughs> All right, so I guess now it's time to do the roll for the commercial. Now we've switched this around to be like a D4 for the choosing who reads it. And it goes one. No, who writes it. The D4 two, is the writer. Three, four. To give us some different stuff. So yes, it goes Jason's one, I'm two, you're three, Trixie's four. Source okay. is four. I call you by all your names. So um, we'll have everybody read roll the D20 for figuring out who gets to choose a topic and who's going to read it. But I think the topic picker gets to pick the writer. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Rolls. No. <laughs> I don't know, Rick. I might have you beat. I rolled a 10. I rolled a three. Wait, I thought we were doing a D4. No, that's that's, that's, that's next. The, the 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 winner of the title picker gets to pull that. Uh, what'd you roll, Trixie? Ooh. Stop squirreling it away. What'd you roll? I rolled a, I rolled a two. Me oh. too. <laughs> Rollies. I but won you, with a you ten. Are are you rolling kidding against me? Each other for the lowest <laughs> of the low. So it's going to be Jess or Larissa who gets the other end of the stick. But Jason, you get to choose topic or uh, reader. Which do you want to do? Topic or topic or reading it? Um, I'll read it. Okay. So now Larissa and Jess, you are literally rolling for the topic <laughs> choice. <laughs> Roll well. So well. The worst roll wins. Eleven. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> oh, Jess, you get to pick the topic. Okay. Oh. So wait, who's writing and reading? That's next. Uh, Jason gets to roll a d4 for that. I'm Jason reading. Picks, that's right. I'm yeah. reading, and then I roll for the writer. Yeah. So, Jessica, you get to write, write your, your own topic. topic. Okay. Sweet. So it's actually a little bit easier because then you can, you have time to sit and think about it. You don't have to pick right now. You can let us no, know before the break. Topic. We got to know the topic. The topic. Half the fun is going to be. Um, <laughs> as she surreptitiously looks around the room. <laughs> okay, do a full spin. <sighs> Um, I have an idea based on magical room behind you. business cards. Ooh, okay. so like a magical calling card business card. Ooh, I like it. Very cool. Okay, well, good luck writing that. And we are rolling. It's okay. For the, for we can uh, we can file this one away. But I saw the pop figurine behind you, and I thought um, collectible timeless trio figurines. <laughs> <laughs> hold on! Hold on! Hold on! I actually have two in the visible uh, area. So, 
Nice. And then I have more over there. <laughs> I have this one, which I won for free at Comic Con. <laughs> <gasps> I like that. Kevin! Um, okay. So we're rolling for recap. Because we're trucking along like a freight train down a lonely highway. Ooh! This is the day. This is it. The day I break my chains. <laughs> I rolled a seven. <laughs> I rolled a six. Oh! Hey! Ah! I'm free! <laughs> I rolled a. <laughs> when was the last time you didn't do the recap? I don't know. <laughs> it's been so long. So what, what are you going to do for the next like two minutes while I recap uh, the last experience we had? Are you just going to just absorb or are you gonna i don't know i've never thought this far ahead <laughs> oh my god uh, last yeah, time we the were to... of my microphone and um, <laughs> do some other things i've been meaning to get you have done so much freedom right now maybe all, work all out on things. my hands a little bit i i feel like this is that uh show where the two grown adults uh, have a room and they make their beds into bunk beds and they look Look at all the space we have. <laughs> Activities. <laughs> Step brothers. <laughs> uh, Step brothers. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, last time we were all together, we had you. The timeless trio had actually just left a labyrinthine laboratory full of strange robotics, and below those, an undead castle of sorts although the finery of the castle uh trixie found out was all an illusion on exiting with new ally possibly retained you found that the surface was a little hot and a dragon had burrowed itself down into parts of the lab ostensibly to possibly retrieve something and facing that molten space you thought this might be our opportunity to take out a true threat to the world of Atland and things were going pretty well the dragon didn't seem too intent on handling you all until your pursuit became a little bit more bothersome to it. At which point things went a little bit sideways as Asher's rock form couldn't quite shake the dragon fear that took its primal brain on. And with that struggle back and forth and the frustrations Asher as rock was experiencing, um, the heavy fire coming from the dragon's maw, almost bringing Tanzanite to her certain death should she have actually fallen from the talon of the rock she was clinging to. Boom, 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 boom. Um, rescued by Trixie at the last moment, the Timeless Trio began their retreat. But by that time, they had garnered the attention of the dragon. So the dragon was in pursuit, admittedly half-heartedly. A few tricks up Tanzanite's sleeves led to the eventual distraction of the dragon and the three of you made it to safety. You actually made it to safety at a space where Trixie and Asher just felt like they were home. Um, and 
went into what you've taken to calling the Bog Witch's Place, uh, a strange interdimensional tavern space where peoples from multiple spaces, possibly different planar spaces, possibly just different lands over the overall world, seem to come together in safety and security, given that from the, for the most part, you found that their villages had experienced some of the terror of the dragons and were um, reduced in size and capacity in such a way that they may not actually survive without the interconnectedness that is provided by the uh, space where the so-called proprietess holds domain. Trixie, through her breaking of illusion, is aware that this particular individual actually is a member of a coven of other creatures. Um, it became very apparent that they were working together in the depths of the undead palace and down within that space, Trixie saw two other creatures who were not quite as uh, family friendly. <laughs> as the strange kitsune <laughs> witch was that you first met. At this point, well-rested, having communicated with many people from distant or close lands, the three of you took a night's rest upstairs in rooms that seemed to adjust to your desires and proportions. Um, you awake, alert, well-rested, long rest, and ready for the day. The smell of baked goods permeate the air. Every breath you take seems to be a combination of the greatest of sweets and the warmest of drinks. It is literally a morning fika moment. And Tanzanite, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Rip! Rurik woke up and chose violence. Welcome to the curse that we already have and you don't. Rurik never slept, so they just chose violence for the last two days. Uh, <laughs> you said a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Be wise, Jessica. Be wise. <laughs> this is literally her zone of happiness. Yeah. There's no way she can't. Yeah, that's like, like, that's like... <clears throat> 23. <laughs> I must have rolled really low because my charisma saves were also very high, or wisdom saves were also very high. I must, is that one of my nat ones? It's that feels I like it was a nat one. I don't remember what it was, but the the DC is changing the longer you spend in here. And um, I hope it's twenty four now. The the more successes Tanzanite has, the lower the DC gets until it gets to a ten. Though I have to keep doing them. Once mm -hmm. it gets to a ten, she just passively resists. Uh, but Tanzanite, you wake up again. You feel that, oh, those smell so good. And your shadows come to you. And they just seem to stare into your eyes for a moment. And you stare into theirs and you know better than to make deals with minor creatures. And... The day is yours. What are the three of you up to upstairs? I'm going to get up and I'm going <laughs> to pack my stuff and I'm going to bring um, it down to the bar area. 
I would love to take like 20 minutes before leaving the room to like meditate and like commune with my shadows and just like reach out into the world. Maybe even send a message to my little shadow. What was her name? Let me find it. I have it. I forgot about her. I didn't forget my little shadow. Just her name. name. (laughs) I'll never forget you, random girl. While Jess looks up Tanzanite's little shadow, Trixie, what are you doing with your morning? Um, I was trying to decide if I heard um, Asher get up, but I forgot that unless I nat one, I'm it's going to be an eleven. So, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I'm going to try to sleep in, but <clears throat> but you don't. Much like her real life persona. <laughs> Not really something she's very good at doing. <laughs> so Asher and Trixie both wake up and walk downstairs. And, and Tanzanite, you hear them go down the steps. And I'll catch up to Trixie and Asher in just a moment. But Tanzanite, you remember your young shadow friend's name? I do. What was, what was that again? Granted, note that I can't spell very well. So this is very hooked on phonics written. So I might be saying it wrong. Uh, Penalei? Penalei? Penalei who? (laughs) (laughs) I spelled it. (laughs) P-A-N-A-L-A-E-E. I love this, and I think that I'm going to just live in the land of of Tanzanite terrifies people's names. (laughs) But I call her my little shadow. Yes, okay. And you're messaging her? Her name was actually Franklin, and that was a really weird way to spell it. Oh, Franklin! <laughs> oh, Franklin. Oh. So you message Panaleihu? Panaleihu! Yeah, I wrote that I can, we can message each other just once a day was our little, like, connection. Mm-hmm. And, like, Maybe either right at the beginning of my meditation or at the end of the meditation, one of those. Um, I'd simply want to do like a reach out and just say, my little shadow, do you have any news for me? <laughs> boop. <laughs> like, she feels hey, her girl. shadow reach up and boop her on the nose. <laughs> I don't know if it can actually do that. but. <laughs> um, cool. You get back, oh, my prayers are answered. So much is going on. You need to get back here. Uh, Here being, I'm not where I was. Uh, The pumpkin house. In Overton. Uh, Don't go to Underton. I mean... Yeah, you could probably survive it, but just don't. Thank you, my goddess. And then you get the sense that whatever remains of the conversation is some sort of chant that she starts doing, some sort of prayer of sorts. Is it a yodel? (laughs) 
Benelehu. No, that's that's going to be the way that they have to address their high priestess for now on. I like Our you, Lord. Goddess has it's designated fine. you Penelehu, so you're going to be Penelehu for the rest of your lives. Um, so maybe I'll do that first, and then I'll just spend about twenty minutes okay. just in a meditation to see if not necessarily meditating on anything or about anyone, just trying to like center myself, be with my spirits. Hear if the underworld's trying to tell me anything, and then I'll get up and go downstairs. Okay. Trixie and Asher, I would like you to roll intelligence saving throws. Trixie, I would like you to roll with advantage. I would like me to roll to open up D&D Beyond. I do. Trixie, you're muting yourself. Sorry, I was blowing my nose. Uh, intelligence save? Yes. Ooh, 25. Awesome. That is Ash. 20 higher than what I rolled. Ouch. Well, I mean, I, I, I had a plus six modifier. I don't know where from. Oh, right. Never mind. So, Trixie. Yeah. When you first go down, you kind of have to have this moment of blinking away sleep, but Asher... And Trixie, the first moment of what you see is three women, feminine humanoids, gathered together around a small table, sipping on what looks like tea uh, with a shared kettle in the middle between them. One of them is the proprietess, the many-tailed, fox-tailed being. Um, and the other two, Asher, look like average everyday humanoids. One seems to have a little bit of scales at the skin. The other seems to be pretty human looking overall. Trixie, you can see what they really are. You can see that these are the three coven members that you saw down below, um, different in all their aspects. And the only one presenting their real true face is the Kitsune style looking fox person. Um, you can also see, Trixie, that the kettle at the center is actually a cauldron. And when it looks like they might be reaching up to touch the kettle, they're actually just sprinkling a little bit of this and that into that same cauldron in the process of some sort of spell, incantation, ritual, meditation, or possibly truly making a very special and interesting, unique blend of tea. Um, I try to catch Asher, Asher's eye, and I, I look very pointedly at the kettle slash cauldron, and I go... Asher, who failed his intelligence roll, just goes... And just keep walking over there. It's a perception check, not an intelligence roll. <laughs> oh, it's an insight roll. Insight, insight roll. roll. Uh, honestly, but I think I, what I want, Trixie, is I need you to roll a performance yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. And see how well he picked up on those Ooh, clues. You like me today, and I like you back. Um, performance check. That is a dirty 20. 
Okay, so it's very, very clear. So the DC is going to be really low on this, Jason. I just want to see if you pick this up. So roll your insight check. Let's see if my dice that loved me last week are in jail because they're not doing so well so far. Just beat a 10. That's in that one. <laughs> I trust the two of you as experienced role players to do what you will with this moment as Asher has... No clue of Trixie's actual intent, but thinks he does. Well, I'm so actually. Um, I mean, that's what he did is probably pretty much right on key. Then <laughs> I'm gonna, what I'm going to say is, you're right. There is more cookies, and then I'm just going to walk over there. As and you I... walk down for the cookies, <laughs> Grandma, given your parlance from the last time, her ears kind of swivel for a moment. She looks over. He says, "Oh, my dear." We'll have fresh batch in just a moment. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. Did you sleep well? I slept like a rock. That is good to hear. We will be in Overton in no time at all, it looks like. We just need to wrap this up here with my sisters. And uh, our Lord did have a query for you if you might apparently you have a ship yes would uh, you all be willing to help transit some folk um if under... we're to assist we need to bring our peoples together okay um as long as they, you know, are going to play nice with everyone. Oh, they should be just absolutely dears. Uh, you've met them there. Uh, yeah, some of them weren't so nice to us. Oh, well, if you're speaking of a certain individual uh, that you first met, uh they're much diminished, and our Lord is going to be taking some time to help reconstitute the parts that are retrievable. Okay. <clears throat> At any rate, uh, my sister here, and she gestures across, and, and Trixie, you can see her gesturing across to a much engorged uh, creature that just that seems like have a burbling in motion hunch of a back and long stringy hair. But Asher, you recognize this person as the individual who was the owner of a pumpkin hut in Overton. Okay. Oh God, that's a throwback. Uh, My sister has offered me one of her doors. So for the rest of us, it'll be more simple to connect We'll have to send a message to our ship, um, letting them know that they're they're actually expecting us this morning. Oh, um, perfect! So if you can take additional passengers who won't really want to be on the vessel, what does that mean? Prefer to stay below. Hmm. Like in the water or in the cargo hold? In the wake. 
trust yeah. us. They will make everything wondrous for you. Also, they should help with your recrossing of the swamp, if that's your intention. I do hear that you've been made aware of my many doors, and there are other locations you can choose, but we felt you would want to return to your shipmates unless we were wrong. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, unless Tanz and I has a different opinion, um, I think we were planning to head back this morning to the ship. Um, excellent news. Excellent news. Uh, sisters, I believe we are done here. Um, and she looks at the two of you and, and the other two have been kind of just whispering to each other and then to um, the, the fox-looking woman. And they uh, they all kind of just look at you all simultaneously, three sets of eyes staring at the two of you at the same time. And, oh, dears, you'll have to leave. I've got a limited number of doors I can keep, and I fear this one has expired its potential. And as she kind of nods her head over, you can see the door to the swamp that you came through the night before. Okay. Um, I have one other question. Um, so these doors go to different parts. Ah, I hit my microphone. These doors go to different parts of the world, each one? Yes. Okay. Where? I know, like, all of the people last night were victims of dragon attacks. I'm going to oh. take out my map, and I'm going to put it on the bar. I'm like, Can you tell me where those are happening? Um, you lay down her map, and the third of the sisters stands up and Trixie, you can see that she's much more lanky and long and she looks as close to the other types of creatures as you saw down below. Um, her hair just keeps falling out and she looks gaunt and her eyes yellow. Uh, you Asher, she just looks like a, a woman with slightly scaled skin. She comes over and she puts one nail down on the map where it says a month's in shelter. That's one door. I'm going to like take out my pen and like write like where the doors are, like just put an X or something. Sister, do you have any other doors in this area of the world? Uh, well, I'll have the new door and the one down below. Oh, and she points to another one. She points to uh, a space that you can kind of easily triangulate based on your recent experiences and where you've been on the map and everything. That fairly close to this hut is another door, but it's the one that's down to the leech's lair. And then we'll have this one, and she points right in the middle of Overton. The rest are not encompassed by your drawing. Okay. Um, could you help me get a bigger map? Like draw or draw me one or create one? I Good question. haven't explored, but I do know that none of these areas are covered here. That's definitely not my domain. I have been 
and and this you see again Trixie that this is this this more mm-hmm. creepy looking one is struggling to find words I of an underground being and I haven't really seen much of the surface uh, my knowledge comes from and she kind of gestures to her side and as she gestures to her side Trixie you see a small little and it's kind of like wow moment for you maybe a little bit but a small little sprite comes into existence and to you Asher you just see a bright light my knowledge is via reports hmm. and uh, I guess um, I see nothing like what I would expect from the other doors okay. uh, I guess my understanding of history limited as it may be is that when the world was facing some type of apocalyptic event everyone fled to what we now call Atland. And uh, we thought this was all that was left. So we didn't know that there were people in other parts of the world still. So now we're finding out that there is. There may be small enclaves. uh, Fewer and fewer as the days go by. I believe. And again, she kind of looks towards her sister the, the fox woman. I believe my sister has made it her duty to rescue those small pockets of people. Like, do we need to try to go kill the dragon that's burning up these little villages? Like, we don't, we don't want other populations of people to disappear. At this, the, the fox looking woman it's up and uh well it's not one dragon but perhaps you if you can i can make my doors available to you would be a quick way to those spaces um but there's a dragon of shadow and one of ice occasionally there's one that has harried us here in the swamp but as well as other places, especially a Munson shelter, um, that's all of fire. Um, that one is the biggest challenge. We have Trixie pipes few... up. I'll say. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, we weren't ready for him. We needed a better plan for him. Um, what about the other ones? The the shadow and the, the ice. ice dragons. Uh, how old are they? How big are they? Well, I think that the shadow is fairly young, a bit foolish. Our Lord tried to capture it quite a few times. It would be apparently a feather in his cap to have one of those. And you can I, go ahead, Asher. No, he did tell no. us that he wants a, a lich dragon, so that's not surprising to me. And uh, the white dragon is. As ancient as the red dragon, but not quite as powerful. Hmm. A little bit too into its own needs, whereas it seems the red dragon works at the behest of something else. 
it's rare for dragons to cooperate, so it's no surprise that the shadow and the ice dragon have gone off on their own. Um, I guess while we wait for Tanzanite to get up, I have another question. Um, you seem like wise people. Are you good at identifying objects? Ooh. I'm going to take out, I have, right now I have two unidentified scrolls in my bag. I don't remember where they're from. <laughs> I do. Okay. And then, um, let's see. What else do I have? Oh, also the new cloak that I got from gambling. Okay. Um, so what do you hand over first? Uh, scrolls. Okay. Uh, you, you see the um, one that looks like the one from Overton, uh, the, the woman that you feel like you recognize from Overton as being the owner of the pumpkin house. Uh, she grabs it, looks at it for a second. Oh, I hope there's more challenge in this. Uh, this is a telepathic bond spell. Uh, if you have any questions about that, I can detail out the pieces. And as she had touched her, her eyes glowed for a second, but that glow fades quickly. Um, and the other one, or do you need more information? Uh, what, what, what does telepathic bond do? Oh, yes, indeed. So all you do is, uh, find folk and I don't know how long this one lasts. So let me, let me touch it again. Just need to look into it. And she kind of unrolls it slightly, but doesn't seem to reveal the entire scroll. She very carefully rolls the sides without fully revealing the entire thing. Uh, you can link up to eight beings of a certain level of intelligence. And for an hour, they can just communicate to each other anywhere. As long as they were first together. But potentially useful if you're traveling vast distances in a short amount of time. Okay. Lovely little spell. And the other one. Uh, this one, ooh, a little bit more of a challenge. Strange. It's a seeking magic. Uh, well, I can't say that this is an exciting but peculiar scroll. Uh, you just name a place and you'll find your way there. Be specific if you can. The more specific, the better. But it just gives you the most direct route for a location that you know of on the same plane as you're in. Interesting. Uh, as you do your studies, I, I would let you know that this is called Find the Path. Say that again. Find, Find the, the Path. 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 So you. the the scroll, the first scroll was named Rary's Telepathic Bond, and the second scroll is a spell called Find the Path. Okay, and then last night I won this cloak. Is it just a um, 
uh, cloak, or does it have anything special about it? The the people seemed kind of ah shucks when they lost it, so I thought maybe it was important. Well, let me again look at it a moment. Uh, And she kind of shakes it out and looks at it one side, looks at the other side. Well, this is a strange, strange cloak. Uh, she sniffs it. <laughs> cloak uh, of sheep dung. This is. This is. She kind of like staring at it. And she's she's like. It is evading me. It, well, it makes you not where you are. It's a illusory sort of cloak. Uh, I think in the old world, and she says something in Sylvan. Do either of you speak Sylvan? I do not, but uh, Trixie would understand it. Oh, yeah, I would. Monk thing. Uh, you hear what you take to be cloak of displacement. Okay, I make a mental note of that so I can tell him later. Um, And then she goes on to describe it a little bit to you, uh, that the basic idea is that it projects an illusion, that it makes you appear to be in a different place than you are, which gives creatures disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Mm. Um, And if you do take damage, the illusion fades until the start of your next turn, but it does come back up in your next turn. That's like a passive illusion? Yeah. Okay. And uh, it would be suppressed if you're ever incapacitated, restrained, or basically unable to move in any way. Cool. I'm going to put that bad boy on right now. <laughs> it does require attunement. Oh, what do I got to give up now? Oh, no. Oh, no. Ruh, ruh, raggy. <laughs> Uh, and for you, my dear, are there any things you need? I don't think so. I do have one more question. I'm going to oh. dig in my bag, <laughs> take out my, uh, I think I have two of them now, my painted dragon masks and the one set of robes. Be like, what do you know about this stuff? All three of their expressions immediately become much more serious and dour. Uh, Found this one in a dragon horde. This one was the people above the laboratory, above the witch's lair, where uh, they gave it to us. It was leading them to places that they kept getting attacked by dragons. But they would put it on, and it would say, this is where you should go, and then they would go there, and then they would be attacked. Um, There's a lot of head nodding, and then um, the fox woman speaks up. This is part of their cult. It's part of their worship. And then she kind of lifts her chin up and looks up above. Like your friend above, there is a need to reclaim their place in a pantheon. And this is their method. It's Hmm. deceitful and horrifying. They can't be destroyed easily. And I refuse to touch it. But they do have some properties to them and you can see that they're all kind of leaning away from them and they actually have pulled that kettle that tea kettle slash cauldron 
away from the masks at the same time. Like scoot the mask further down the bar away from their stuff since they don't seem to want it close. Is there some way that I can use this to my benefit? Can I deceive them with it? Can I, or should I just destroy them? Good luck with the destruction, but uh, I'd be wary if I were you. Donning one of these is likely to change things. Change things how? I wouldn't trust the mask of your enemy. I use it to, like, lure a dragon to my location? If I set a trap? The activation requires a mortal soul to be wearing it. I, mean, I, have I do it. not recommend that experience to anyone. Hmm. So what does that do to my soul if I put it on? Just for information purposes. I cannot predict what it would do to you, but... Many others have been debased and destroyed by such magics and items. And I would that were gone, lost at the bottom of the ocean. Unfortunately, some poor fish would probably don it and die a horrifying death. I mean, there's also the fish-like people swimming around, so maybe not a good idea to dump it in the water. Um, you just see surprise on all of their faces. Uh, okay, I'll hang on to it for now. Uh, I will talk with Nee about next time I see him about how we can possibly destroy this stuff. If you find some method of destruction, I'll be quite impressed. Good luck to you with that, and please take it out of here. Uh, is your friend awake my, yet? I'll put it back in my bag. If anything, I can maybe get um, Bahamut to destroy it for me. Could a dragon destroy it? They kind of look at each other uneasily. We do not know, and nor would we be likely to find out. Okay. Well, thank you for your help. Uh, apologies for not being more helpful, my dear. And, she, and the fox okay. offers you a cookie. I mean, cookie. Um, it's delicious. So I am... Yeah, I mean, we know that this is tied to the to Tiamat and that sect of stupid dragons. So um, we haven't put it on or tried to. Uh, I just didn't know if it had some value, so I've just been lugging it around, but I'll find a way to get rid of it. There is merit to the idea of having someone wear it as bait, but... Yeah, I can't. I can't ask someone else to do that, so we'll see. It would be a sacrifice, sir. A certain sacrifice. Sir. Is there a way to like, tell which dragon would come if I did that? Uh, you'd have to have one willing to mm. interact with that in a more intimate way than we are. It's repulsive. It smells awful. It tastes terrible. And they're kind of like speaking each in turn. It makes my eyes twitch. Okay, I'll put it away. Wrap them. I'll wrap them back up in the robe where I had them and shove them back in my bag. 
And once they're put away, they seem a little bit more settled, but they're definitely eye eyeing your bag very warily. Tanzanite, are you awake? Tanzanite. You Trixie does this. <laughs> so does Larissa, apparently. Um, am, am I done meditating? Has my meditation... I had nothing for your meditation, so you can describe what your meditation did for you. Um... If nothing from like the outside were to come in, it I would think that mostly it was just like me like calming myself, centering myself. You know, this has been a very confusing, odd time. You know. Um, plus a boy tried to kiss me last night. Anything in particular that you'd be meditating on or would the He didn't try to, he just asked. Um, um, just focusing, if nothing from like, if I felt like there was nothing out of side of me, I would have been started concentrating on like my shadows individually and like getting them closer and bringing them in and like just swirling my shadows about and feeling them. Okay. Roll a oh. d20 of your death check. Death check. I have that. Okay, let me see. I pulled that word. It's under your skills, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I have an actual thing now. Death. <laughs> Roll for death. Can't go death. Roll for death. Uh, cake, please. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Let him have cake. <laughs> Twenty-four. Okay. Uh, with the 24, as you pull in each shadow, they seem full, full of whispers, Ooh. full of sorrows, full of transitions and moments. And you realize that they're full of souls and they need to move on, but they can't because they're waiting for you. And each shadow has become a vessel that is protecting, caring for, and keeping those who have died safe for the moment. Are but you Davy Jones? You need to pass them <laughs> along because they can't stay here forever. They can't stay in your shadows forever. And you can feel that right now your shadows are doing pretty well with it. Some of them are starting to strain, but the pressure will get to be too much. Hmm. And who knows what will happen if they become overloaded. Your shadows are like, Mom, I'm so full. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> cool, 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 <laughs> cool. Um, with that, I'm simply going to with my eyes still closed and my like hand on my tiara, whether that be, you know, just like Tanzanites, you know, holding on to her old life kind of practices, or if it's, you know, actually needed for her practices. Um, but she's still just touching it and just saying to her shadows, like, thank you for all you're doing. 
I will find out how to ease your burden. And then I'm going to get up and head downstairs. Okay. So with uh, Tanzanite joining you, the, um, the, there are the baked goods laying out there if you are interested in a morning snack. Um, but the three of you can take the day as yours. What are you going to do? All right, Tanzanite. Here's the options. They're about to open a door to Overton. So we can let them put the kibosh on the swamp door and use that door to go to Overton directly. We can go through the swamp door and take some of the Lich's people to the ship because they want to go to Overton. I feel weird about that. Um, or, I'm here, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or we can go through that door and kill a white dragon or through that door and kill a shadow dragon, which are um, terrorizing villagers that we met last night. As he's talking, Tanzanite's just slowly like stepping away and like getting behind Trixie. <laughs> Being like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What 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 are you doing? No. Face your front. Well, I mean the the thing with the 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 people coming through the swamp is they are technically like our allies. So mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not thrilled about it because um, they they. Um, I feel like maybe I just have like prejudices about undead that are my problem and not a problem. Uh, I mean, it's come. <laughs> and you just kind need... of. Go ahead. I do need to make my way to Overton as quickly as possible, but. I will go with the way you go. So whether that be through the door directly or through the ship, I don't have a preference, but I'd like to get to Overton quickly. Okay. Uh, How about this? We have an idea and who knows if it will stick with it because it never seems to happen, but like that's not a, any of our plans, not just mine. Um, we usher our new allies to Overton, and that way we can also, you know, um, help ease any unease that might happen when, as they arrive. Um, and then hopefully by then, the new door will be established in Overton, and then we can use that door once Tanzanite does whatever she has to do to to go help fight um, the other dragons. I think that sounds great. At least for, like, the short term. Because then maybe also, like, if we get those allies to Overton, they can also help us with said dragons. Yes. I, I just, just need to go visit a pumpkin. So. Oh, there was a pumpkin lady's right there. I want to point at pumpkin lady. She lives in the pumpkin in Overton. Do you, are you from the pumpkin house in Overton? Uh, yes, of sorts. I've offered the door there as a 
option for your friend here. And she gestures to the to the fox-looking lady, uh, my sister. Do you know of individuals currently residing there? Oh, many. Many have come and taken residence. I've offered my hospitality. Well, I do thank you for that, as a, a little one is there who I'm fond of. Oh. Well, those of Overton haven't taken too kindly to some of the more diverse folk of the realm. And I offer a safe place. And you, again, tricks. Oh, uh, Tanzanite, roll a wisdom, or, or not a wisdom, an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence saving throw. Okay. Ha! E intelligence saving throw. <laughs> the drama in the check. The absolute drama in that check. Like the head throw, the bob, the. 12? Yeah, see, she just looks like a, a older woman. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you were with, I can't remember if you were with Asher when she went to the, when Asher was at the pumpkin place. And... Uh, Tanzanite was with Bonnie's dead body, and that was Trixie and me, I think. Okay. Mm so uh yeah you just see her as an individual older woman um well I, we really could use your resources for helping our friends above make their way to overton but if that's not in the offering and you wish to just travel directly why can't they no. come here and use the doors they have struggles leaving the more hospitable, humid environments. And this plane might very well be the end of them. Hmm. I mean, are they going to have problems when we... I mean, Overton's not... It's not the swamp. Water. Okay. And water pervades its underground. Okay. So Trixie told us about um, one individual person who she felt strongly that she might die if she got too close to him. So how, how do we balance this with the safety of the people in Overton? That's my main concern. Uh, they, you see three heads just swivel to you, Trixie, intently staring at you. Who caused you such? Uh, I describe, I can't even remember the exact details because I, I didn't know what he was to begin with. Yeah, um, um, have you, you haven't described this to Tanzanite yet, have you? Mm -mm. I thought when we were walking out, you described everything you saw. Maybe I, maybe, maybe. No, I no, I purposefully didn't. Okay, then we need to retcon because I didn't know that then. So. Oh, I thought. I thought it was like, I, I, I think it was like a, do you want, are you sure you want me to tell you kind of thing? And then we decided not to. Like you okay. all knew something had disturbed her. Yeah, I thought that I asked you to. I feel like he might've asked. I know I didn't want to, didn't want to know, but I don't remember about Asher. I guess I don't remember. Is it safe? Can we just retcon that she told me? Cause I feel like Asher, I don't know. 
It's up to y'all. What do you want to do? Let's say we talked about it before bed last night in our shared room. How's that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you had to yeah. get the nightmares off your chest. And- I was going to say, yeah, uh, in an effort to make sure that I didn't have nightmares about it, I would probably be willing to at least talk about it at that point, having been far enough away from it. Um, but yeah, it was like a, why can't I remember? It was like a, it was a big creature. It was enormous. And I think you, you saw the creature. It was huge with long horns coming up out of its head and just, it it, it spoke to you the volumes of nightmare. Um, but as you, um, kind of describe it to these folks with tanzanite near tanzanite, I need you to roll a death roll. Me? Tanzanite. Oh. It's like, wait, a death save? What? What did I do? Just the death roll, not the death save. Her, her, her roll of doom. Call it doom rolling. Um, that's only an 11. I think your connection to your mortal life protects your mind as this is shared. And while your shadows quiver at the description, you're not totally attentive in that space and that time to what's being said. And so you don't pick up on anything, but you will notice for the next few days that your shadows are very close to you, protective. Mm. So yeah, that. <laughs> um, as you kind of share and you describe this, oh, the Nightwalker will not be with us. Okay, uh, we're we're trusting you then to make sure that uh, nothing of that caliber that would potentially be harmful to the people of Overton and Underton would go. We don't want any accidents that would turn people against you or no through the door will come our red cap allies and of course us as well as possibly the leash once they're done taking care of things and maybe the bone claws but the ones who can't travel this way are the drowned and they require a more liquidous transit path okay Mm. The, so they're essentially just following the boat so they know where to go? No. They can find their way there. It's just would take time and potentially because they would need to linger closer to land okay, result th- in a growth of their overall population and uh, to the detriment of the living. Mm. Worth noting then that the waters between here and Overton are populated? Which is why we would have them follow a ship rather than trace the shoreline. I'm not talking about the shoreline. I'm talking about in the water. There's people. No. Well, I have a feeling your ship will be well clear of any of those people. The scent is pungent, I'm told. Do we know if we still know any representatives left from Bonnie's tribe? I don't know. 
No idea. I mean, surely Bonnie might know. I mean, Bonnie hasn't been home. She may still have ways of contacting. That's it's true, but I don't, I think she's focused on other things. Um, Absolutely, yes. I mean, I guess if you're sure I, that they're not going to hurt the people in the water or. Oh, no, as long as they uh, near their master, they shouldn't have any trouble. Uh, the, the worry becomes as they string along, some are faster than others. Okay. Okay. All right. I think. Guess then, that's the plan. then we go to the boat. We will escort um, your people. Oh, they'll escort you and not quite our people, but hopefully your transit through the swamp is much swifter for them. Hopefully that red dragon is not still looking for us. But I think it was busy. We disturbed it. I think it had other things. Where did you encounter the red dragon? Above the, the liches place the above the laboratory he had raised the co the colony that had settled there mo momentarily we knew that there was shaking we assumed it was your destruction of the robotics infrastructure and mm -hmm. nothing to worry ourselves over no it was a that was already big red before. dragon that shot fire at us and it hurt Apologize for not being your allies in that time. Uh, we thought you might be too enthusiastic with our Lord's request. There was actually nothing left for us to no, do. All the, all the robots were dead. Like they had... There was no power left for the machine to function. Well, I suppose your enemy can do you favors occasionally awful as that is so off that's, we go yes yeah, take care of yourselves um, through please the the, the uh, ritual is almost complete as it is we've been holding on so okay well feel free way. to squash your store behind us uh, your friends are outside oh they'll be with you momentarily undoubtedly okay and as you're kind of ushered out the door, uh, all three of you just roll a quick perception check. Sixteen. Twenty-two. Seventeen. Okay. Asher, you notice that as you go, um, muffins little cakes uh, cookies are being stuffed into your bags except for yours she doesn't go anywhere near your bag but somehow these little floating treats end up in both tanzanites and trixie's bags kind of filling out the empty spaces you mean asher and trixie no that my drag oh. my bag has a dragon stuff in it so oh right, right right got it got it got it right right sorry 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 okay sorry got it ouch ah. 
So, with that, you go through the door, make your way outside, and the dawn is rising almost in sync with what the dawn was that you saw inside of this space that you were previously in, but turning to look behind you, the um, building there, the little shelter, already is starting to collapse. Just falling away and as it falls away you can make out that in this area there may have been other shelters of a similar sort four or five others six maybe and that section of sunken swamp might have actually been additional spaces and there might have been a village here at some point that didn't make it through whatever ravages of the green dragon impacted the people who are living here and as you're making this out you see uh some of the beings you'd seen down below, um, all of a type, they they have the um, tattered clothing. They seem to move, some of them, fairly quickly. Uh, and this blue rot on their body, the boils on their face and back. And where legs should be, limbs seem to taper down into some type of tentacle of sorts and you see about eight individuals of varying physiques rise up and then one slightly more um, physically intact member uh, with a little bit of a graying beard wrapped in, in swamp plant matter uh, rises as well and bows to you. We need to keep clear of humanity for we may cause them to suffer as we do. So we will trail the boat as instructed. Don't lose us and we will clear the path. And as they says, say this, four of the creatures take speed and and with speed that's on par with yours Trixie begin traversing the swamp and scouting and clearing uh, trailblazing if you as you if you would um, similar things that you might do for yourselves as a team but they are doing it for you and they are moving ahead quite a clip so that hap- uh, I'm gonna ask the guy so that happens automatically when you get near humans he kind of leans back a little bit from you uh, as you address him, just kind of like a curious reaction. He's, uh, uh, disease can be acquired through wounds. Uh, so I choose to avoid coming into contact with others like us and okay. with your kind. And then- he nods to you, Asher, but also to Trixie. Then what is the purpose of you going to a population center with almost a million people in it? We will not be within, but without. And available to avenge our mortal lives before anything gets too close. There is a blue dragon in these waters that we have become concerned with. 
Blue Dragon's not the one we killed, right? That was a... No, we killed black and green. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's go. <clears throat> yes. And we will defend your shores. <laughs> so you all quite easily without incident are able to traverse the swamp unless there's anything you wanted to try to do within the swamp. Um, you make your way to the ship and you... Uh, the... the um, the, these waterlogged undead creatures kind of fade into the swamp as you approach and, and the kind of head leader of them gets within like 40 feet of you and, and whispers, ah, do you wish us to go forth visible or is there some other approach we should take? Maybe as going. we come up on the boat, you could be invisible so that we can... <laughs> You got really loud there for a second. No worries. We'll uh, handle that readily. And you see those who were already kind of sinking down and becoming less visible submerge themselves completely within the swamp. And the head of this little tribe of folk also submerges themselves. There is your ship. It has beached itself. It is no longer in the water. Um, it looks like they're doing some sort of work on the boat. And you make your way over and you, Asher, your mother's there. Hi, mommy. Speaking of the captain. Uh, I'm glad you're back so quickly. I assumed it would take you longer, but... Uh, we can have this wrapped up quite quickly, can't we, Captain? And the captain's like in full attention, like merchant, but in as close to a merchant can get to a military sort merchant of reaction. It seems your mother has these people well in hand. Um, so nobody freak out. We're bringing a passenger and some people that will follow the boat in the water. And they are a little unusual from what you may be used to, but they're friends and allies. We made a deal for them to help out the Alliance. They're also being... They're a little dead, but not... All really eyes snap to you. <laughs> they, 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 they and their leader are also um, very unhappy with the uh, dragon presence, so... Our goals align. They came here a long time ago from another plane, and um, they wish that they had stopped Tiamat and friends from coming to our plane, so they're trying to step up and help the captain rectify uh, that. Well, uh, have them show themselves, please. Sure. I think. New <laughs> people, uh, what up? Come this way. The head... Jess, you're muted. Okay. I was saying, come say hello. Okay. The head comes up and comes up out of the swamp and steps onto the sand for a bit. And the only one who doesn't flinch in horror and step back is your mother. She has that diplomat face on, a.k.a. Asher, what you grew up with, with uh, Surly or... Um, when someone's Dumb. had too much to drink and is just Patrons. rambling. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just got that like buffer on. 
you'll be on the ship with us, Asher. And she starts, she starts to turn to you. Oh, we would prefer not to be aboard at all. We will follow in your wake. Their goal is to stay in the water outside of Overton and act as a line of defense against dragons. Because apparently there's another one in the water. There's a blue dragon in the area and they want to help us pepew it. Could you just roll a quick persuasion check with advantage? I don't know if it Trixie gave you advantage, Asher, or Asher, did you just say pew pew it? I did say Yes. I just wanted to make sure I heard that right. <laughs> I believe I said pew it. Pew. <laughs> Refine the pew pew to pew. Persuasion? Uh, uh, uh. 24. I was going to say. Okay. Nothing. Um, my roll wasn't great, but I was mathing my plus 15 persuasion bonus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lord, 15. <laughs> This is why I don't ask him usually. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah, you, you, your mother accedes, and it's fairly quick order to get the boat back in operation, to get it back out into the water, and things move along pretty quickly. Um, you're able to board and uh, take your leave, and fairly quickly it's obvious that the creatures that have followed you are not going to be on the boat at all, um, and they truly are trying to follow in the wake of your vessel. Um, I would like at this point to go to a break. Okay. I also think that this is a bit of a um, downtime period you have as the weeks of travel. So if there's anything that you think your character would do, please come back with that. Um, and what time are we going to? 4.30. Hey, Rook. ESP. Yeah. Can, can you add uh, that cloak to my inventory? Yeah, I'll try to find it. I couldn't find it. I was trying to find it. No worries. I'll try to find it. All right. So we will be back at, is it, is also a, maybe the scrolls. I couldn't find those either, but, um, so how much time do you want to write Jess? Uh, I'd love whatever, but, uh, whatever. 20 after 25 after, Tw uh, 25. Okay. Okay. We will be back at 25 after. Thank you very much. And hope you're having a great day. Just popped in. I think Jason's like literally popping in right now. Hello. I was enjoying the like humor of it. Uh, welcome back from the break. I hope everybody got something to snack on. Jess, I hope you felt confident in your writing frenzy because it does kind of feel like a frenzy, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm also not a writer, so. Jess, you have to send it to me. Why? Because I'm reading it. Oh wait, no, you're reading it. I'm reading it. Never mind. <laughs> she, she she rolled both. Wait, <laughs> well, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm reading. She's reading. 
Mm. No, Jason's reading. He chose to read. Oh, yeah, he chose to read. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is even better. Oh, I'm, this I'm is so best. sorry. I would have sent it to you. No, I forgot. Um, no, we we said something about you reading your own thing, and that was a mistake. That's yeah, that was bad. a mistake. That was totally no, bad. it wasn't that. It was that she she was writing about her Oh, own you were topic. writing your own topic. That's what it was. Yeah. I'm yeah. That, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. But she wrote um, her own topic, and now Jason's going to get to read it, which is even better. Cold reads. Woo! I'm uh, so sorry. Okay, do you want it? I'll send it to you on Discord. Discord yeah. So. Okay, here we go. Sorry, everyone. I was unprepared for that part. Let's see. There you are. Ooh. Oh, hey, why am I there? Go there. <laughs> okay. That was me. Sorry. Killing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully things are spelled right. Ready? <clears throat> and it makes sense. Unleash the power of your brand with our magical business cards. Impress all prospects and partners with unique and unforgettable designs. Our cards are crafted with the finest materials, providing a premium feel and a lasting impression. Have many fireworks appearing and disappearing ink. Er, sorry. Have many fireworks appearing and disappearing ink. Even give out small treats. As each card is imbued with a hint of magic, ensuring that your message stays fresh and at the front of their minds. Whether you're a small-time adventurer, spy, or even a tavern maid, our magical business cards will help you stand out from the crowd and make your brand unforgettable. Order now and experience the magic for yourself. Those sound like a, a legitimate, like, I, I, I need to order these. Yes, yes, <laughs> 100%. I want oh cards that go, oh, let me get you my card, and it goes, fireworks. I, I just want the one that's like, like the Lord here's my of the card, Rings. and it tastes like a brownie when you eat it. Just like, or it goes like, if you go like this, it'll like drop out some like chocolate coins. My card yeah. just says a wizard, uh, a wizard arrives precisely when he means to. That's what it says on the card. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That is Hello. so cool. Um, we're going to flip around cards for a second. Well done. Well done, Jess. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for the, the brilliant commercial. Um, gosh, how cool would it be to get What's that? And... I had a string. <laughs> Mike, she's casting another spell, Jason. It was on my fingernail. <laughs> I was like, get, get off. Get off. <laughs> yeah, she, she's got the somatic components going on again. Don't know what's, what this one does, but. Uh, Asher has the cloak of displacement in his inventory in his uh, equipment right now, so you can juggle whatever you want to do with that. Um, you do have two weeks of downtime, so if you're thinking about yeah, I'll probably a that. week at least, a week and a little bit of downtime to have attuned to things and maybe share things with your party if you needed to. I have no idea what you're up to. And let's just kind of go around. Um, I do know one thing that will happen on the course of this voyage is Tanzanite. You, you will, be, will be attacked by a dragon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, uh, Tanzanite, you will be approached by Asher's mom a okay. couple of times throughout the trip to relay messages for her. Okay. Um, the contents of the messages are very like urban city defense based and kind of updates and uh as she's like learned from you how to create shorter messages she's kind of giving 
sometimes too terse and you have to like remind you like acronyms don't help because you have to say each individual letter as its own word mm-hmm. and you, you just kind of like you end up coaching her a little bit on the use of magic it's kind of like helping the grandparents use a computer yeah um, so there's a little bit of that flavor that happens through your day but what does everybody else get up to a week at sea i'm gonna take naps wrapped up in my cloak to attune myself to it but also it looks like i'm napping over there a little bit and more and more so each day, like people trip over his actual body, <laughs> avoiding his illusory body. Okay. Trixie, you want to go next? Uh, I'm going to try. We'll see. I've, I've got a, a <clears throat> commentary going on here. Yeah, that is not feedback. <laughs> that is puppy. <laughs> um, I would have read my book that I have. In my inventory. Oh, wait, not the one I have. Yay. Oh, I have Tome of the Apprentice, which I will also read on this journey. Is it the book you took or the book that I took about you? It's oh. the book I took, I think, out of the horde? No. Oh. No, no, no. Yeah. I think I took one book and then you took a different book. I took the book that was all about you, your species. You right, no, not martial that arts one. Book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a martial arts book that I was going to read. Yes, mm-hmm. you are reading this martial arts book. And as you read this book, you start to discover more and more things about ancient arts with regard to, to, to battle and to fighting. And I'll say, like, you kind of have to, like, stand up occasionally and just try out the things that they have. And you do a little bit of just tiny little stances and things like that that kind of grow your understanding of what you're doing and how to use a tool that you don't have, but then you realize you do have because your spade can also act as the polearm. And you have gained the polearm master feat. So while building your shovel, other creatures provoke an opportunity attack from you when they enter the reach you have with the weapon, which is now 10. It uses the same ability modifier as the primary attack. and when you use that attack action, um, you can whack with the shovel part and then immediately after as a bonus action, using using up your bonus action, you can immediately, so you can do whack, whack, bash it without using, so it just adds another d4 of damage when you do it like that. So lots of fun things. We'll see if that's useful to you or not. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Who else was reading a book? Tome of the Apprentice. Tome of the Apprentice. Asher. So when we took off the Lich Apprentice. Mm-hmm. The one that knocked us all out. Yeah, let me pull the, the, the information up on this because I... I had it buried and stuff because it's been a little bit... 
you you were just down there the other day, but it's been like weeks and weeks and weeks of being down there. Um, we fought yes, a dragon, uh, hung on a tavern, all kinds of stuffs inside. Uh, you are as you're kind of reading through this, you have. Oops, go back over here. You have gained kind of a, a sense of a type of magic that has been a little, it's a little outside your purview, um, but, and it's all through the, the, the lens of this um, deadness, I guess. Um, but you have gained initiate of high sorcery in a dark magic. Um, and what that means for you is that if you go to your feats page, I've chosen it already, but you get to choose, uh, it's, it's going to be charisma for you, but you get to choose three spells. And you'll see those three spell options down there. Hopefully. If you don't see it, let me know and um, I will restart it. I do not right now. I'm going to reload. Hang on. Let me do the refresh as well. Magic initiate? Is that it? Uh, it's no. the initiate of high sorcery. Oh, there it is. Okay. So if you click on that, you'll see the in the, the feats tool that there, parts of it are already chosen, but you'll have three spells that you can. Okay. Um, and just so you know, you have a free cast of those first level spells um, without using a spell slot, but then after that you have to finish a long rest before you can use them again. Okay. Unless you use a spell slot. Okay. Uh, and so like, you kind of like study it. It's just, it's a different form from what you're used to. It's not the poems. But reading through this, it's like you get the sense of a way to call on some dark eldritch spaces. Cool. I can better fall now. What do you get up to, Tanzanite? Yes. Um, I want to spend the time when I'm not with Asher's mom, whose name is Molly. Um, Molly. Gotta write that down. Ma'am, <laughs> Molly. Ma'am, Molly. Okay. Um, I just want to spend the time when I'm not with Molly, um, just trying to uh, meditate and like commune with my shadows to see if they have any words of wisdom for me to see of like how I go about releasing these spirits to ease their burdens because yeah. I don't know what to do okay uh let's go ahead and roll an insight check insight okay um insight okay yeah <laughs> where'd it go okay Twenty-eight. Jesus. Yeah. I rolled really well. 
And then I have plus nine. <laughs> it hits you as your, but it takes days. Like mm-hmm. just as it takes days for Trixie to make her way through the, all the different forms and really figure things out and then gain mastery of her pole arm. Um, although she has time to do other things like go down to the ship's kitchen and snack on a few bajillion different things. Who knows what that ship's kitchen is actually going to be doing for her. And Asher also is spending days kind of like digging into this, trying to understand it, wrap his head around it. Cause it's different. It's weird. It's wacky. It's not, it's not exactly how Asher would go about things, uh, but it's a different style for you, Tanzanite, as you're considering this and thinking through all the different aspects of this magic that you're, that you're trying to understand, um, this holy magic you get stumped because you can't figure out where the outlet is because it all seems to point back to you but what is it about you and in trying to go through that introspective space you realize that maybe you need to reach out to your allies beyond your small team but your allies amongst the folk seeking to be gods. Also in the course of this, you feel those shadows swell with more and more souls. And there's even a day where they swell suddenly while you're in meditations with them. And it's frightening. Because it feels like there are thousands and thousands of souls. And they all seem to be streaming to you. Okay, uh, anything else anybody's up to over the course of this trip that you still have? I mean, like, yes, the research and the reading the books and the practices do take a significant part of your time, but there's still some <clears throat> downtime in there if you want to use it, other than just sailing. And At some point near, like, <clears throat> the end as we're all, like, learning our, learned our things or whatever and have time to kill, I'm going to go over to Tanzania and be like, how's it going? Doing okay? Uh, you're spending a lot of time focusing on your shadows. My shadows are burdened with spirits and I don't know what to do to help them. So like spirits that need to finish crossing over? Yes. Hmm. Maybe one of the other death gods could help? Yes, I'm going to try to speak with someone once we get back. But I also need to go to see a pumpkin. Go to a pumpkin home, a house. We can take you there. We know where that is. Um, yeah. Hmm. Trying to think if I could do anything that could help a soul crossover, but I got, I got nothing. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just wish I understood what I should be doing more. So I need to focus on that for a bit. Okay. Well, let me know if I can help. If I think of anything. Oh, well, you taking me to the pumpkin home would be very lovely. Okay. Um, 
right. Well, if I think of any ways to like shove a bunch of souls into the next world, I'll let you know. Uh, great. Thank you. I don't know about shoving them, but I understand the sentiment. Thank you. Hang on. This is for Andy. Robert Downey. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Always snacking on screen. <laughs> um, okay. And then, uh, sorry that uh, I tried to kiss you the other night and I feel weird about it. And now I'm embarrassed. And let's be friends still. Bye. And I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> So, yeah, you walk away. Um, Dance and I just blushes. She doesn't say anything. She's just like, ah. Just like a cocoon of shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that your shadows just kind of like <laughs> bloated as they are. They all seem like slightly heavier and they just kind of bloop. <laughs> like a dark lily closing up on itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah, eventually you start approaching the shores of home. Um, and as you do, you see a ship off in the distance racing across um, quite a bit faster than your ship. Uh, you can see the captain pointing it out. You can see uh, Asher's mom, Molly, standing at the rail glancing at it curiously. And uh, what all are you up to? I will take my spot on the front of the boat. Air blowing in the wind. Take my bowler head off. Just as we approach the other boat, like or as it approaches us, so they see how cool I am when they come up. Yeah, okay. Um, Tanzanite, are you doing anything? You're muted. Still muted. Yeah, I was saying. <laughs> you were saying. Um, that I'm just patiently waiting to, as soon as I can get off the boat, get off the boat. I'm not necessarily okay. doing anything. Uh, I think at a glance, you can tell that you're probably at the pace your boat's been going, your ship's been going, probably still like a day and a half out. And this boat that's coming up from behind you and moving forward is moving quite a bit faster. Um, Asher, as you're at the front of the prow of the boat and Tanzanite's just kind of like getting ready in general just to be out. Uh, Trixie, are you doing anything in this space in this moment? No, I probably would have just kind of been um, chatting up the crew since they have now acquired all of this wealth of this, the other portion of the Dragon Horde. Um, and just like kind of inquiring with them what like what they plan on doing. Just because I'm curious because like having like wealth doesn't really occur to me as a concept because I don't. I haven't, I haven't ever done anything like for the purpose of 
wealth. You know what I mean? So it's more just like I'm I'm just curious as to other people's views on it and so how do you go about this conversation? This 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 uh um I guess it depends on how the captain kind of divvied up the like are they holding on to it and then splitting it as once they get to Overton or um does everybody already have like their little stuff that they're claim they've already claimed? Cause if they, if it was the latter, I would like probably keep an eye out for somebody fiddling with coins or whatever, or like looking Roll at jewels. Investigation check. And Astra, can you roll a perception check since you're the only one paying attention to the other boat really? Wait, so it's <laughs> coming up from behind us. Yeah. Okay. And it's then I want to ask you. Definitely. Then I want to retcon my thing to like be doing that on the aft of the boat, like watching. Okay. Because I, I thought it was coming from in front of us. Um, uh, seven. Not much. You're not sure what's going to happen with it. Um, like everybody's being very cagey about it. Newfound wealth and and. Twenty two. Yeah. Oh my god! I was going to say four. How do you roll? Or on a perception of this level. Um, so Trixie, you you um you get that they're unsure of how to talk about this. That's fair. <clears throat> I think sure you people make who win the lottery probably feel the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they really have. You you you've <clears throat> won them the lottery. So like some of them are really they want to talk about it, but they're just not sure how to. Um, and you don't really get a sense of if the funds have been divvied up or not. Uh, but every once in a while you do catch some of them daydreaming. I'm guessing because you spend a lot of time at the galley, uh, beseeching rare niblets. Uh, you you probably hear more of what the chef or the, the ship's cook has in store for themselves. And, and you garner that they plan to open a... Uh, a, uh, in the new space at the bottom of the Overton Cliffs, they're Ooh. going to build out a river barge style eatery and make a high end, uh, beautiful water views restaurant. Um, in my head cannon, that area is now called Santa Fe, so we can say he's going to open up a restaurant in Santa Fe. <laughs> restaurant in Santa Fe. Um, I guess just not to to not have to uh, art or not if you don't want to the RP the conversation I would just humbly request uh, an invitation to the opening when it occurs. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to have you there. Uh, maybe you'll be my taste tester. I would be happy to try. His food hasn't been great, but it's decent. He's a nice, likable enough person. I feel like he's also working with like ship stores to cook with. So, oh yeah, maybe that's limiting his ship stores. Also, just like the constant rolling of the boat, it doesn't matter what sort of gimbling that has been done to his little cooking space. It doesn't always work out for the best. There's been burnt oatmeal some mornings. There's been uncooked, soaked for hours late oatmeal as breakfast. Uh, it does put you a little in mind, Trixie, of the acorn mash. 
um, and then Asher with a 22, you make out that this boat, which is quite quick, uh, appears to be of a style that you can construe to be similar to the, the style of ships at Mare Delves, the Delve of Mare Beard. Uh, but there weren't. Let's very call it many. the Delve for short. The Delve. Uh, and you, as it comes up and, and you, you, once you're sighted, it kind of heads off a little bit. It falls off a little to a, a greater distance and continues along its path. Um, but you can make out <clears throat> that it looks like it's crewed by the people of the Delve. Um, and that they're moving very, very quickly. Um, a bit of a race, so, so to speak. And you're pretty sure that they're going to get to Overton within the day, whereas it's going to take you a day and a half. Okay. Um, but this big fat merchanter makes its way, wobbling through the the swells. And is the the leader of the undead people or the master? Is he? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. People keep coming to the door. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> Was he on the boat or is he in the water? He's none of them have gone on the boat, none at all. Um, and you probably have noticed by this point, definitely. I'm so I don't even have, need you to roll for it, but depending if you wanted to have noticed it earlier, the captains kept kept somebody on watch on their wake the entire time, kind of like just warily eyeing the waters as these. I don't know, I'm just gonna yell out like, "The other boat is cool. Don't attack them." <laughs> they talked about defending our boat as we travel so i don't because they came rolling up us on us like that i don't want them to like sink the other boat because i think it's attacking yeah. um <laughs> great hi buffy uh, you don't you don't hear a response but great um and then the next day and a half of travel go through and you are at the docks at the cliff below overton uh, it appears that things have been well underway in the last several years, but also in just the last year of work. I mean, the last couple of times you haven't been to the dock side of Overton. And it's pretty well developed at this point. Um, you went down here to get this boat, but you weren't really investigating all the different spaces of the dock and coming in from this angle, um, looking towards Overton. It's like a whole new community has spawned here at the base of the cliff. Okay. <clears throat> so we're like docked, pulled in now? Docked and pulled in. Uh, can I get you all to do perception checks? Natural 20. <laughs> Power. I see everything. No. I see nothing. Did you net one? Yes. <laughs> Um, Trixie's looking, but she's standing right behind Asher. And just right <laughs> Sorry, I just see red. Which? What are we doing? Perception? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 14, 15, 16. So Twenty-three. Okay. That's why I didn't remember. I didn't do it. I gotta go perception. Okay, Asher. Yes, you do see everything. You see a squad of people in. Military-esque 
uh, gear, but it's not of the fighting brand. It definitely looks like it's the the newly forming and evolving group of healers and such. And in a mix with them are some of the leadership of the general alliances that have been developing of Overton and Underton. Um, you also make out that the uh, beings that have been following you trailed off at some point and stopped following so as not to get close to civilization. You can, you actually notice that as that, that kind of like drew your full attention in. You also quickly start spotting members of Lutz and Liars, um, both by the distinct the distinctive way in which they seem to slip through the crowds, but also um, by the fact that they seem to be looping in and out of one building in particular here on the docks. And there is a spyglass glare that catches your eye that was aimed directly at you. Uh, Tanzanite with a I have, Wait, I have a question. Um, yeah. The guy, the people that escaped the Red Dragon... Did they make it to our ship? No. Okay. Uh, nobody on your ship had any information. I think if you had asked, none of them saw those folks. Um, some might have even bandied about the idea that maybe they went straight to the city of New Belgrano, um, being a safer route than coming to a ship that may or may not be in location. Um, whoever survived, that is. Uh, Tanzanite. You make out uh, several folk dressed in ways similar to how your shadow was last dressed. And they seem to be holding space at the dock for you and creating a little bit of a, a buffer or something. Like they may even have been waiting here for days but they are waiting for you and, and holding a space. And you also make out a few of the other pieces. Um, what you both see that Trixie doesn't see until it's too late is there are a lot of folk in healer gear of various sorts waiting to pounce on Trixie. And almost whereas like Asher, your folk, and Tanzanite, your folk, create protective cordons around you and, and make ways for you to quickly and quietly leave the docks to deal with whatever you may have to deal with from your uh, plots and plans with the people that you've kind of built up at least relationships with, if not followers in the work that you're doing. Um, Trixie's people have not. And it is a full-on paparazzi of questions, people crowding in. It's like reporters at the White House or at a congressional space who leap in front of an elevator before anybody can hop on and get out of the, the, the milieu of that scrabble that's going on. And Trixie, you are so hemmed in by people thrusting documents at you, holding up reams of neatly tied vials and just shouting. And it is a cacophony. 
coming in by airship, you could always select a quiet space to come in. You could always kind of slip in and slip out. And you just, in kind of like the blur of faces in front of you, you realize it's legitimately everyone who has an interest in either your work in the healing spaces, the contracts that were put together around how those healing items were shared and used, researchers who have been trying to develop new potions, uh, heads of development. Like it's, you are crowded by those folks and crowded by just fans. And I will leave it to you all to decide, well, not you all, but I'll leave it to you, Asher, and you, Tanzanite. Do you go with your people or do you try to help a Trixie out? I immediately step up and pulling in my mother, even though I don't necessarily want to, just like proclaiming and maybe my spirit, my, my shadows do like a up around me. And I just shout, those who are here for Trixie, please contain yourselves and find a space so that we are able to remove ourselves from the ship and she's able to discuss with you all when she is ready. There will be no pushing, no shoving, no hoobla as you are doing thus far. Roll an intimidation check. Okay. <laughs> um, ooh, because I'm so intimidated. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> a few people close to you seem to pay attention. They pause for a moment, but then when they see that nobody else paid attention to you whatsoever Aww. and are almost accidentally escorting Trixie off the gangplank and onto the dock and kind of like by shove and otherwise dragging Trixie along. Um, I then <laughs> give me a second. Well, right. now she's pissed. <laughs> I can get. I could try to get involved here if you need help. She's she's been disrespected. <laughs> All right, I am going to at the turns and I thunder waves of the whole crowd. <laughs> okay. Tell me how much of this I can do. Because <laughs> I don't know. I want to immediately cast Hold Person on Trixie. And then I also want to cast Guardian of Faith right at the very bottom of the plank. So a large spiritual guardian appears and is hovering. And he occupies the space. And I instruct him uh, not to be hostile. I don't know if I can instruct him. To wait, where'd he go? Oh, she's reading that. Trixie, can okay. you roll a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Okay, so maybe not that far, but like oh, 20 feet away from the crowd so no one walks into his space. <laughs> um, and I do it again. And I go big um. with my things and I go... Do you know who I am? So, so a section of the crowd 
stops right where you are, but you have paralyzed Trixie so she can't even move. <laughs> and she's dragged bodily off the docks beyond your reach, crowd of people interceding between everything. <laughs> and the last any of you see of Trixie is <clears throat> military advisors, researchers, people with this strange gear that says Trixie's apothecary on it on the back, all just hurting this currently <laughs> physically frozen Petrificus totalis. <laughs> Trixie, you cast whole person on her. <laughs> I thought she wouldn't move. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not move. moving. I'm not affixed to a place. She's gonna turn into like a stone and just be like, you can't move. I am. Me. I, I, I am. would like. I would People like to can jump. Still pick me up. <laughs> I look at Asher and I go, "Hell." I would like to jump up on the railing or like side of the boat and be like, "Hey, listen up." It's me, Asher. Hello. Um, we have some important business. We haven't been back to the city in a little while. We've been battling dragons and, you know, having adventures. But um, Trixie does... You feel does... like a million hats tugging at your uh, clothes as you're doing this. Just Trix... some of the fans spilling off of Tanzanite onto you. Some people just, oh, wide-eyed. Oh, no, I'm still up on the boat. I'm on, like, the... Oh, they're up on there. The... Oh, okay. They're up there. They've invaded the boat. That's how they <laughs> drag and tricks okay. off. I'm like, you've all. What been we sworn. need right now is a little space so that we can find our bearings, find out where we're needed in the city, and then we'll be happy to talk to you all later. You, especially with that at twenty earlier, hear a bark of laughter from a voice very familiar to you. You hear Fawn just guffawing off in the distance at that little building that you knew was where she was at as everyone in the crowd goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then immediately crowds further forward and you start to hear some of their demands being made. You need to meet with this, the, the guild of this. It's like everybody needs a piece of the three of you. And whereas your crews were working to give you space to get away from it all, Trixie doesn't have a crew. Her crew was left over in the delve. You are now victim to the same thing that Trixie's facing. And now the crowds start going after both you and Tanzanite. And your people are no longer able to create a cordon to get you out. Trixie is already disappearing up a strange contraption of ladders and levers and such up onto the surface of Overton with a crowd of folk around her. <laughs> yes, Tanzanite? Okay. I immediately then cast invisibility. What? On I yourself? want to cast him. Yeah, on myself. Just yourself. And I lean into Asher and I go, "It's Tanzanite. <laughs> You're on your own. Meet me at the pumpkin house. <laughs> Find Trixie." All right. Can I get to Trixie from where I am? Uh. Can you fly? Gotta find her. <laughs> what can you do to get there? Um, and I got nothing. Uh, like, what is the obstacles between just a bunch of people? A, a huge crowd, a cliff face that she's now at the top of. Well, uh, Trixie, go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw again. <laughs> okay. Mm. 
18? It scary and it didn't work. You start to regain some use of your limbs as you're at the top of the cliff, a good 400 feet from the boat. <laughs> and in the meantime, you've heard a ton of things that are going on. There is, uh, you've already been informed in the course of the travel while you were paralyzed and unable to do anything. You've heard that there's a crew of folk who have been abusing um, and doing reverse engineering on your potions and experimenting on the populace and they need to track that down and stop it. They've got people in place to try to start on that piece. They've got uh, what you gather to be, at first you think, oh, just a few potions of testing. No, they've got like 164 potions waiting for your testing procedure before they can move on to the next stage. You've got another person who's bringing up lawsuits against you and the company Trixie's Apothecary for uh, monopoly of the opportunity to develop potions through your influence around being the only person who can do the testing for the particular ingredients that you have claim to. You have military folk who want to get your input on a few different components that they are wanting to try out and what your thoughts are on whether or not certain parts of monsters that have been found would be of valid interest. Like you've been kind of in paralysis, too much information coming in. Okay. Um, and yes, uh, there are some several legal matters to your attention. Uh, Tanzanite, when you disappear, your whole crew of folk look at each other really quickly and then just stand in a circle very stiff and then start marching in sync, keeping a center bubble clear. <laughs> I run to that circle. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, and I'm here. <laughs> once you say I'm here, you see several shoulders relax and they close in a little bit. You'll be safe, my goddess. And they keep moving slowly gonna... but clearly forward. Okay. Yeah, Asher. With my natural 20, I can still see where Trixie is, right? Oh, yeah. You totally okay. can make that work. There's a night's like, good luck. I'm going to say, <laughs> my dearest of fans, you're making fame difficult. I need to go now. And I'm going to dimension <laughs> door. A ton of applause for you. you. Nobody can even hear what you're saying at the end of that. And I'm going to dimension door to where Trixie is, grab her arm and say, this crowd is crazy. We need to get out of here. Trixie, come with me. And I'm going to dimension door again to the front door of the building where Fawn is and then drag her inside. So in quick succession... You have a ton of things coming at you, Trixie, and then suddenly you can't even hear Asher and what Asher says as you're starting to regain the use of your limbs before suddenly, boom, you're in a dark warehouse space in an upper loft area. Um, and st sitting across the desk from you all is Fawn, just laughing. What? The fuck was that? I'm just gonna brush who, myself off. Who, like, oh, famous who, who, who froze me? Uh, that was not me. <sighs> I need to look into it. Laughing. I need to figure She's out so if it was someone in the crowd. Can't even hear you. It must have because been. That... I don't. I don't know who would do such a thing. <laughs> I mean, that's an outright attack. <laughs> Fawn gathers her Fawn gathers herself enough to say, We'll we'll seek out the assassin attempt and we'll try to resolve it. <laughs> I don't think they were trying to kill people. me, but they definitely kept me from doing what I was gonna do to escape. 
Well, it's a good thing your folk were right there to catch you because if they weren't, you might have drowned right on the off the gangplank. If you had fallen off over one way or the other, or if they had stampeded around you, who knows what would have happened? And Juan oh, kind of just immediately you see like some of the shadows in the room disappear as individuals go to carry out commands that she makes it very. I want to say, Fawn, glad to see you made it back from the delve. Sorry, we got distracted by uh, some sleeping spells and dragons and some things. Fawn looks you dead in the eyes. He goes, so uh, what happened out there to Trixie? We have our own version later. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into Trixie's bag. I'm going to take out all the muffins and cookies and be like, so we found this cool place. Put you up to eat these to get inside. Um, I found a cool place, too. It's right under our feet. Oh, yeah? Apparently, we've had a travel network all this time. Oh? The Cartbolds have been keeping secrets. I see. Uh-huh. I think we need to aggressively recruit them. And you can see behind her in a like kind of makeshift lab is a small kobold <laughs> currently carrying out random ass experiments and fixing scorch marks that probably they made themselves. We mustn't do these the space. We mustn't do these the space. Okay. Well, speaking of travel networks, there's this tavern that has doors all over the world. There's other continents we didn't even know about. There's a desert one. There's like a bunch of little villages of people just getting wrecked by dragons because they're not organized enough. Yeah, we uh, we sent a group with the traders that have been interacting with us for all this time, and apparently they've there's been colonies established in other lands for a while. Some of them made it further than others. Sounds like you've found some of the further than others. Maybe. Uh, I don't know if it's that or if it's other people that just survived whatever happened thousands of years ago and managed to keep existing on other places. Well, that could be as well. Well, I did send one of our, and she relaxes a little bit, oldest operatives on some advanced scouting missions. Uh, she's got connections with Grand's brand, and it's been really paying back. She sends me little birdies almost every day. So uh, talk to me about this travel network you have tapped into. And what are the cookies for? Um, so there's a tavern. And in the t- it's sort of reshapes itself based on what people need. And one of the things is doors to other places in the world. There's like a limited number that can be open at one time. But they're going to open one here in the pumpkin house. You know, the, the witch that's rumored to live in the pumpkin house is one of the people... Yes, they are witches. Yes. I would as Trixie cuz Trixie wasn't sure if that was kind of clarified. So as as he says this is yes, there are 3 of them and they are in fact witches. So can I roll another like strength of will check or whatever about the cookies? Um like to know or well, you remember what I mean about so, like So I'll say this, technically you're cursed. Okay. And until the curse is broken, which I mean, that's this is an out of character thing. This is meta levels. It's not something you can break through with um, wisdom checks or other things like that. 
it's it's less that I'm trying to break through it. It's more that I'm trying to I, I need to know if I can if I know what it is, if if I understand what's happened to me and can talk about it. Um, if I understand like what the actual purpose of the cookies is. Cause like you can be cursed and still know what it is, <laughs> know that you're cursed. Yeah. I think this is going to go back to that insight check sort of thing. Yeah. Using your wisdom. So go ahead and roll another. Okay. Like when, when she would have said, Hey, they need to eat the cookies to be able I to mean, come to through. I feel like you're going to have to like know the arcana behind it. Right. But you don't have a background for that. So it's hard for me to have you roll for that. Does that right. mean I, I should roll for that? As I, I mean, she asked me the question and I stopped to think about it. I mean, it's, like the thing is, is I may not make the connection that the cookies are what cause us to make that place feel like home, but that eating the cookies is related to, I mean, I was going to explain all of this, but to Vaughn, like, because as it was explained to us that. Well, we just know that they have to eat the cookies to be able to come in, but we don't know that. I mean, she said that the cookies basically make people get along. Like it makes it safe in the space. Okay. I mean, if you, yeah, then if you want to explain it, you can. Yeah. I mean, you can roll an Arcana check too. I heard that out here. 21. <laughs> uh, I think that given like the synthesis of what's happening between Trixie having the introspection to kind of acknowledge this and your ability to understand how the magic is interacting, um, you don't necessarily pick it up as the curse that it is, um, but you are able to identify that this whole batch of cookies will cause anybody who eats it to get along with any other eater of cookie. Okay that they can't overtly do something harmful to another cookie eater. So I'll explain it as um, essentially like once you've eaten one of these, you cannot harm other people in that space. So it's a way that they require for people to keep or to keep the space safe for people from everywhere, even if they have different beliefs or disagreements or whatever, but it's a requirement for using the, the network or for visiting the tavern. Um, We've made an ally with a lich. Do we know that word? Was that word ever used? Yeah. Okay. The the witches used it, I think. Okay. No, maybe. With a lich who was came here from another plane a long time ago. And the witches, it's an undead wizard, sort of. Well, that's your wizard land. You and me. Oh, by the way, you need to check in with me. He's lost it. Lost it how? Uh, apparently he proposed to your mother and mm-hmm. then things went sideways. Oh, because she left? Yeah, she's with us. <laughs> well, he's locked himself up in his tower, which hasn't happened in apparently hundreds of years. Hmm. Ah, she'll probably find him. Um, <laughs> it sounds, uh, well, sounds like a mom problem. He will occasionally case ca- throw lightning down at the populace so that's new all right we're um, keeping the mob off him right now because i knew he was close to you and he might have other things going for him but it's a it's a situation okay i am going to go deal with that i guess uh 
I mean, we also need to meet Tanzanite at the pumpkin house. We also lost all of our people, went to the Munson shelter. Uh, dragon attack about, well, it was before we went to the Delve, but it, the information hadn't traveled back to us yet. We heard a little about that. Um, one of the doors in the place where that goes to Amazon shelter. Well, from what I've heard, Red Dragon apparently does fire. They seem oh, yeah, to we, match color we, to uh, danger. We met that one and it was it kicked kill our it. asses so uh we, i think we could if we could lay a better if we had time to lay a trap or bring help or something i think we could kill it but on our own just caught off guard like that we were not prepared for that fight so uh yeah we we did not do well um, we didn't die, if fortunately. If you can't handle that, then we're going to have to definitely work on our armament. Let me know what we can do. We just can't handle it, just the three of us. Um, At least yeah. not in the situation we were in. Um, no. It got in my head. It cast something on me. Uh, I couldn't go near it. Uh, yeah. I was impressed with all of you being able to avoid that for the most part, but it's been affecting everybody. I mean, when I was on the airship, it sent me scurrying. Yeah, it's not fun. I don't feel yeah, good about uh, it. It's kind of why most of the cities that have been falling have fallen. Um, just so you know, apparently most of the Elven cities have fallen. This is the type of information you keep me around for. Mm-hmm. Rather than off in some random island where I can't get out. Fair. Well, you got out. You're resourceful. I'm going to give her a smile with the full, my the full charm. Good. She turns. <laughs> as, you, as you roll up the charm, <laughs> I need you to roll a persuasion check against her insight check. <laughs> Here comes the smolder. <laughs> <laughs> That's only a 19. I rolled bad. She rolled a nat 20. Oh! So, like, she gives you that that mother stare. And there's this, it's kind of irritating that this individual who was just a kid who was infatuated with you is now giving you a motherly stare. It's nothing worse than to be... I'm going to look at her and be like, I know you're not, like, blood-related, but that's, there's some Miss M in there. I see it. There's some what? And and as she says, she was a good one. She says, I think I'll get along with these witches you speak of. Probably. The one the one that looks like a fox is is very I would say she's the nicest. Um and also uses the least amount of illusions to cover what she really looks like. Good to know. Also, we brought a bunch of undead water people that are guarding the city out in the bay a ways out, out in the lake. You realize this is going to present some problems. and They said they're not going to come near the city. and They, they don't want to affect people. They seem very conscientious about... They're part of the Lich's army who's agreed to help us fight dragons. So it's... Along with the thing. witches. Liches well, and witches. Glad- the two of you are together here in this space right now because it's going to be up to the two of you to figure out how to communicate this to the city. 
Yeah. Not my place. And you know, the trust isn't there. Yep. <clears throat> so whoever it is that you know in the leadership that makes things happen for you, this is something that you're going to have to make happen as well. Well, my mom knows about it. I don't know what your mom has to do with anything, but okay. Um, you, who knows everything, you don't know? You don't know that? I know that she moves in circles that a normal tavern keeper shouldn't be moving in, but does anybody know anything in this place about I'm going to look around. And then our leaders? Like, She's in charge. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> no, serious. Secret council. And I just kind of gave him an elbow. It's, this is my duh, duh, duh. Duh. It's not supposed to be common knowledge. It's not common knowledge. This is my peeps. Yeah. Peeps, plural. I'm just telling you. Tell her. lots of peeps. It's not a secret anymore. I'm a professional secret keeper. It's fine. This is important for her to know to do her job. Um, Apparently it wasn't. Because even as you see was... that, you see her eyes that had widened for a moment go slack again. And she's I sorry, I must have spaced off. What did you just say? Yeah, don't. She, huh. Stupid. Nothing. Stupid spells. She rolled stupid. in that one, so there's no way she was going to remember that after. This. Stupid knee. Stupid. Stupid knee. <laughs> I think that is a perfect normal insight check on the arcana of that spell. <laughs> How do you keep a secret council secret? You make a spell to wipe it out of everybody's minds and you build the ritual into the walls. <laughs> after hundreds and hundreds of years of living in the same city. Hilarious. Um, but yeah. You... <laughs> I look at I look at him. I go, see now. You happy? No. Well, now you know. Um, Tanzanite, even as you are moving up into the city, and there's the crowd is still around, not centered around you, but like it's almost like the crowd is going and hunting for the three of you, and there are several that stop and kind of stare at your entourage, and then start following your entourage with a little bit too clever a stare and you swear that a few of them make eye contact with you. But you make your way up above to get to where were you headed? Uh, pumpkin house. All right. Uh, kind of giving directions to your entourage of sorts. Uh, you make your way there and I will say that standing outside of the pumpkin house looking at Tanzanite as the busy bustle of the city continues to go by. Um, on the course of that trip, you've seen scorch marks in the, in the earth and strange, possibly sculptures of ice and other things dotting the cityscape and buildings that have collapsed under it. And you can tell that there's been some dragon attacks here of a lesser variety. Um, and that's made even more apparent because as you come to the pumpkin house just before it, there's kind of a big square of uh, dilapidated shops, houses, and warehouses where people are currently skinning a small dragon. 
Good for them. Life is continuing. The city is changing and evolving, and small wormlings seem to be within the city's grasp. And that, I think, is where we're going to end this session today. Pick up next So week. much administrative work. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it all down, too. Uh, They'll come after you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that I think all three of you have successfully avoided the administrative side of your <laughs> positions of power and fame as level 15 folk. <laughs> now you're going to have to handle those consequences. Feel free to be creative, but next week is probably paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. Oh, God. <laughs> That's why I have fun. Fun handles the paperwork. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would like you to tell her that. Oh, she knows. <laughs> I want. I want to. I want to watch that conversation. Let's start with that next. She week. was literally raised by a librarian. Come on, who's going to be better at paperwork? All right. So, thank you all for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful week. We will see you next week at the normal time. Yes. Okay. Yes. See you at twelve Pacific, one Mountain, two Central. I hope I got those right. Yes. Three, Eastern, three Eastern on Sunday next week. A lovely day empire nine o'clock uk <laughs> let's just throw in all the time zones that we can remember uh depending 10 o'clock 10 o'clock uk no other way it's only five hours ahead i always remember because oh, then at be noon nine. it's five o'clock you know eight no yeah eight i don't eight. know math here you go <laughs> you've, heard, you've all heard me roll dice you know i can't math <laughs> Okay. I'm going to rescue us all with the interaction mission music in a bye. second. Bye. 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 Bye.